Hey everyone, welcome back to Safe Haven. I am your host, Darlene Anjou. On today's episode, we have a special guest and there's a lot to be said. Do you want to know who our guest is? Stay tuned. Okay, you guys, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about relationship, but more specifically, my relationship my relationship status, and how we came to be. Without further ado, my amazing boyfriend, please introduce yourself to the audience. Sir. Yes, everyone. It is me, Stefan Alexander. The third. Or Alexandri, if you're going to go with. Alexandri yeah. the third. Or the first. I mean, that's, that's really what I am. Well, we're not doing that, but all right. Um, yeah, so I am her boyfriend. Yeah, you guys, I am dating my sound guy. Yeah, we're going to get into the story of how we came to be. And I'm going to let you guys in all the dirt. All of it. Mm, yeah, all of it. All of it. And as we're going through this trip down memory lane into current events, we're also going to be touching upon um, what our process, well, not really process, but what our opinions are on as far as how to go about being in a relationship with a, a godly woman or man and what things to look out for things to avoid boundaries to set because yes there are boundaries will need to be set we've set some of our own as well um and all that good stuff just so that not that you can emulate what we're doing but you can follow the guidelines of how um godly dating in our opinion should be done in today's world and if you feel like somebody could benefit from what we're saying and all the great things we're going to share, please feel free to share the episode with them. Yes, please share. Share, media. subscribe, and comment. I guess you could say comment. Yeah, well, comment on the, uh, on the Safe Haven Instagram page. page. Or text me, email me, DM me, whatever. But yeah, we're going to get into it, you guys. Okay, you guys. Um, if you have listened to our friend anniversary episode, me and Stefan kind of like talked about how we be, we were we were celebrating our ten years of friendship um, and all that great stuff. But in the process of recording that episode. Were we in the process of like talking and stuff, or were yeah. we? Yeah, we were. We were, we were, because that we was were. around what September. I think it was more so August, but we'll go with September. Somewhere around that time. Okay. So when did it change for you? When did you start looking at me as like a potential girlfriend? I mean, that's like I said, that that's how it really starts. Um, for for anyone who's who's looking at someone else as a potential, uh, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, um, especially if you know that person prior to, you know, even going or taking that next step, it first starts with looking at them as such, looking at them as a potential girlfriend, husband, boyfriend, wife, you know, just so just so you can get yourself out of that friendship mindset, if that's how I should be saying it. You know what I mean? For me, it started really, I want to say January, maybe late December. Um, 
where my where I, I started to shift my mindset from just friends to uh, maybe something more. Um, so I want to know what triggered you to think that way. Uh, don't even worry about it. I really want to. Don't know. even worry about it. <laughs> like, dang. But, but no, like that's when it really started to to, to shift. Um, but when it did, you know, things started happening a little bit differently. You know, you start taking in consideration more of what that person likes, dislikes. Um, on a more serious level, yes, you know what they like and dislike because you guys are friends or you guys know each other or whatever, but it started becoming more more important, more critical, even if even before the relationship even happened. I feel like we had a conversation. Like, we had a conversation in the beginning of January at World Wars concert mm-hmm. when I, I was like, that. I was close to death. I was hungry. I spent the whole day not eating, and you came to the concert. I really thought you weren't going to show up. Like, I was really shocked when you showed up. It was, like, right after rehearsal, so I knew that it was a hard thing for you to do. And the fact that you showed up, I was like, hmm, maybe there's more to it. And I think we had a conversation where I was like, um, I think I mentioned, I, I don't know if I was jokingly saying it, but you know how they say within every joke there's some truth to it yeah that's true i was i think i made the comment or was it you that no i made the comment that my uh, my husband has to be a combination of of a little bit of you um a little bit of my ex and a whole lot of jesus and you know what strangely enough i think i do remember that comment yeah we had this conversation because we were going to go get me food because mm. i was dying and strangely enough, like you really wanted to keep the con- the conversation going. I was like, yo, like, like let it go. But like, I was also like, I was also interested in the conversation, not only because of that, but because of the fact that we tried. Um, we've talked on numerous occasions, not numerous. It sounds like more than once, but like 2013, 2014, we talked a little about being a couple. And then again, 2016, which I you don't. It was 2015. No, it was 2016. Towards like December of 2016, mm. when I went on that one trip. That trip. You didn't check in on me, oh and I threw a tantrum, yeah, blocked you. You mm-hmm. like, I know you wished me a happy birthday. I didn't even see that message because I have all your messages from like the time that we met till now. Oh, you saying a happy birthday? Yeah. I have all those messages. I have them engraved in my mind, like of oh. your words specifically. Like it's crazy, but like that year I didn't I get your message. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's better or worse. The fact that you don't have them physically saved, like I thought you did, or that it's worse that you have them mentally saved. I have them mentally saved. They they've always been so nice and sweet and very thoughtful. Mm. You've always put a lot of yourself in there, so. Yeah, like I legit threw a tantrum. I was just like, did I legit went off on you when I called you? I went off. I was like, so, because to me, like, if you like talking to me or like trying to, like, I guess you could say courting in a way. Or feel it in the Haitian community. In the Haitian community. (laughs) But like, if you try to talk to me and you know I'm going on a long distance trip and you ain't checking in, like, are you even into me? Like, for real? Do you want me to be safe? And all that stuff. But, yeah. Like, we tried to date. We we, we talked about it. And then, um, after high school, it was just, like, mad people that was just, like, 
So are you guys together now? Are you guys an item? When is y'all wedding? Like, it was just mad people. Like, it was a lot of people. Starting with, like, close friend of ours. And the the circle of that just broadened more and more and more, year after year after year. Every time someone saw us together, they instantly thought we were dating. Yeah, that's because we're very close. And I'm comfortable around you. Like, Like, a lot of people say, like, we act like a couple before we were dating. Yeah, that was going around a lot. Um, we were doing that quite a lot. And we didn't even notice. It was more of a... Uh, um, Comfort thing. Well, not only, not only that, but like a subconscious thing. We just did it. We didn't really like think about, oh, we're being too close. We're just we're best friends. And that's how we, you know... I just feel like, be, like with you, it's be, I feel like you were always protective of me. Because of, mm. like when you met me, the relationship I was in, I always like... You knew how bad it was, and you knew how toxic it was. And right. once I got out of it, um, a lot of it, like, I feel like you got me through, well, other than God, like, you got me through a lot of it, like, even in moments where, like, I was crying. Like, I fe- at one point, I think I was on the phone with you, and I, I cried a lot on the phone with you and Juno. Did you really? Yeah. I cried a lot. But haven't you the- always said I never heard you cry? You, I said you've heard me cry, but you've never seen me cry. The first mm. time you saw me cry was like a few months ago, like two months ago. No, it was more like four months ago. No, it was like at least March, February. No, babe. Least. No, babe. It was around we were right April. Here. No, it was April. Were we right here? No, when I cried on the couch, when the whole car situation was getting me like flustered. But it wasn't. It was also right here a moment as well. No, or was that me? That was you. <laughs> That was you. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that was you. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Anyways. But um, signs for the women to look. Um, what what um, changed? How did I? I think, like, once I noticed that I started looking at you differently, I went into a lot of praying and fasting. Mm. Like, I did a lot of that last year. When like, was the moment that you started looking at me differently? I told you, I'm, I told you around the time frame for me, but what about you? I think it was, um, I feel, okay, let's be honest. I feel like in the back of my head, I kind of like sense that we would get, get together, but like I always try to avoid it. I think last year mm. in, in April, maybe before April, like I think that conversation in January kind of like sparked something right. and I just kind of like. Kept trying. I kept trying to push it away, but like in April, I finally caved. I think it was this one TikTok you did. Like you had just got your hair cut, and you were this. I was like, "Wait, it's the full fine." Oh my god! When did he become this fine? Like what? But yeah, yeah. I think it was like April. And once I, I, I don't think I came to you right away because I'm always like complimenting you. I'm always like, oh, you look nice. I'm always like hyping you up. So like when I told you you were fine, I don't think you made you took anything by um too hard. But like once I noticed, like I was like, okay, this is this is a different feeling. This is not just like okay, he's my friend. But like it's more of like a romantic type of thing. I went into prayer. I started fasting. And then the more I fast a lot, then I started, like, spending more intimate time with you just to see, like, the conversations we had. Like, because we can be friends. We have great conversations as friends. But, like, looking at a person from, like, a partner perspective, like, okay, we might be, I'm looking at you as someone that I want to be in my life. 
has more than a friend. Like there's more, there's more to it. I want to see how you interact with people, how you interact with your family, how you interact with like, you know, with people around you, like different scenario. And I think, I don't remember when it was I first came over. Definitely, I want to say late April, early, early May. Yeah, like I started, like I never came to Stefan's house prior to Safe Haven or um, the pandemic, but I started coming over, um, even though I don't like being at people's house, but I just felt like it was necessary to see how you interact with your family and um, just like to get that inside scoop for myself. And also, like, the conversations that we had, like, they weren't conversations that were, you know, very much of the flesh. Like, okay, when you start seeing somebody in a different perspective, like, let's say that you're interested in that person, you want to be with that person. Like, if that, if their, tip number one, if their conversation with you is not helping you grow or helping you see things from a different perspective in a good way, I don't think that somebody should be, um... Pursuing simply because, like, when we were talking, it was nothing that had to do with the flesh, but it was more so like it was more so like what I do in ministry, what you do in ministry, what you want to do in life, and how to go about it. It was past our past relationships, yeah, past hurt, just issues that you things that we've done over the over the few years that we want to do again. Not that we didn't know them, but yeah, I mean, like like things that 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 were alluded to us individually. You know, yeah. like, like, in, for example, in, in the pandemic, um, I was, I was furloughed. I don't know if you guys know what that means, but it's basically I was sent home without any pay. And it was, I think from the end of March to like the middle of June after my birthday, where I was just home, not doing anything. And I feel like that was the time where we, where we grew closer and bonded the most because I would literally go over to her, over to her house and just sit in, in my car and we would talk for hours on end. At first, once a week, and it came to twice a week, and it came to at least three times a week, every single week for yeah, almost three months. Odd. And we would just talk and talk and talk and talk. I would get there like maybe two o'clock in the afternoon. The sun would go down and we were like, where did the time go? And we just yeah. didn't understand. <laughs> we didn't understand why, what happened to all that time because we were just talking. I it felt just, the just, talking was good for us because yeah, absolutely. it, it kind of like gave you, it kind of gave me like that perspective of who you really are. Right. Cause like, okay, we, we were friends for so long, but like there was a lot of things from my side that I kept from, um, from him. Right. And he was always so open with me. Like, and it's we, like after this year, this past year, it's like, who is this person? I don't know. Like, like I really thought I knew who Darlene was. No, I don't. I, I only knew like, Maybe forty percent of who she was. You knew what the was 60, on the surface. I had no idea who that person was, but yeah, it just seems like I didn't. I didn't really know her much. I I being told you, you didn't know summer. me, son. No, you didn't. Yeah, I, I kind of did. I um um when we first like started talking last year. I, okay, yeah, then sure, but prior to that, no, you didn't. You led me to believe I knew who you were. Yeah, because I felt okay. You're so innocent and sweet. Jesus Christ. I didn't want to. Uh-huh. Yeah. I kind of like just wanted to keep you safe. Be on the safe side. Whatever that means. Yeah. Kinda but like... at the end of the day, not on the safe side now. A year can change later. Definitely not on the safe side anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, been a, it's been an interesting year to say the least. And things really didn't start getting heavy until... Uh, that trip we took to Orlando uh, last year, November. 
Ooh. Yeah. Tell that that was you, you were there. Yeah, like I'm the only person telling the stories here. <laughs> but no, um the trip was very interesting because we spent countless hours talking. Yeah. Even though like we were already so basically, talking. Basically same thing as usual. Nothing really changed there. But it was we, just We the got fact. deeper though. On that trip we like our yeah. conversations were like more like okay, this is what is and it was more meaningful. It was mm. more like serious talk. Yeah, that's true. Like we let Juno we put Juno to sleep, kinda like tucked her in. Yeah. Uh, not, <laughs> not per se, but she did go to sleep earlier than we she did. She went to sleep earlier than we did. And I think every single night we were up to like two AM talking. It was weird. Like I'm like, why am I up? I'm on vacation, but Fast. it was it was it was necessary. <laughs> I felt I felt like um the trip it was kinda like a do a break type of thing for us. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was necessary for us to have the conversations that we had. Like, I know, like, okay, we live down here in Palm Beach. Like, if we're in Palm Beach, we're going to be in the same atmosphere, the same headspace. Like, I think being out of Palm Beach County kind of, like, give us that chance to get, like, a clearer mindset and a new environment always help. Right. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a very interesting weekend. It was. Um, it was one of our best weekends. Didn't go as planned at all. <laughs> but hardly everything does. Or hardly anything does, but... The first day, we stayed in because it was, like, cloudy. So we didn't go to Universal that day. And also, we just didn't want to be out. Out, like, everybody else was out. It was, like, fresh off where, like, some people were going out because, you know, everybody realized, like, oh, we can't stop our lives because of COVID, and True. we wanted to be, you know, a little careful and just spend intimate time. But yeah, yeah. overall the trip was was a lot of fun. Um, it's really around that time where, we, where the relationship started. Uh, so it, it was just it was it was an eye opening um, trip as well. Uh, so it was just. But how was it eye opening for you? Yeah, it was a, like you don't know, like you weren't there. <laughs> But no, it was it was really eye opening. Um, but that that just goes into another point. You know, uh, if you're gonna be pursuing this person, you know, uh, for a relationship, you definitely want to have that time to spend with them. It doesn't have to be one on one time, but it definitely has to be time to see who they are in, in different situations. Um, they don't have to, again. They don't have to be perfect. No one's gonna be perfect ever. I don't care who you are, what background you, you're from. No one's ever gonna be perfect. No one's ever gonna match your expectations. Period. They could look amazing on the outside, but they there's maybe at least one thing that doesn't match your expectations and never say, will. What you're really trying to you're say? Trying to say no one's perfect. Okay. Even you, baby. You, no, no, not every, you don't. Not everything you do matches my expectations. Not everything that you are matches my expectations. That doesn't mean you're not right for me. Okay. Just one thing does not does not throw the whole thing off I out of balance. Said, okay. I'm just I'm just letting people know. Anyways, I think it was like along that line, where I think like I feel like for you this trip kind of like gave you like an insight of how I am when I'm home, mm. or like the type of person I am, and all that stuff like in my comfort zone or just from you seeing me around like your family or around my family, around our friend where we're out, but just like a personal setting. Right. I think that's what it was. But yeah. I mean, it, from the both of us as well, as far as the, you know, you from my standards, me from your standards, not, not standards, but like viewpoint of how we are when we're at home, things like that. Kind of like put a, put into perspective of things to come. Really. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sort of. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's around the time we started dating. November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you, sir. 
Okay. So you saying that you started seeing me different? Oh my gosh. Twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Is that what I heard? Yeah. What was it though? Pretty much was it. Like, what pushed you into that? What what like motivated you? I guess. Is that the right word? Is that what I'm fish, fishing for? I guess. I mean, I don't know if motivation would be the right word exactly, but I kind of see what you're trying to go for. Um, not real motivation, just more of, you know, I'm just looking around because obviously I've, I've dated a, uh, at least a few women before, and it's like... A few. Yes, a few. Who out here has not dated a few people? More than one. More than two. Oh, my gosh. But go on. Mm. But, yes, so, um, and it's it's like, at that point, I'm, I'm, I was thinking to myself around that time, okay, what am I truly looking for out of all these people, uh, these people that I've dated and all these people that I, I've considered dating, what am I truly looking for? Who do I know and tries to embody that? Because at that time, I was, I want to say 25 Yes, I was 25. You're so um, young. I was 25, and I was and I was just thinking, okay, I don't want to technically start over and meet someone brand new. I think that was new. both of our mindset. And we like legit say that. Because no, if you think about it, if you think about it, meeting someone brand new when you're in your mid 20s to calls. to to then try to think of that person as a relationship from the get go, or a wife or a girlfriend or from the get go, and then leading to marriage, it's not easy. It's much easier when you know that person, you had a long history or some kind of history with that person prior to that point in your life that you haven't dated to, to, to think about, okay, well, what if this person, does this person embody what I look for in a wife or in a, or in a husband? Mm-hmm. Does this person um, um, look at me that way or could look at me that way? Have we had a conversation about it? I'm not saying that you guys got to be super formal when it comes to that kind of thing. But these are the kind of things that you got to pray for and you have to be observant about. Observe, observing things is very crucial when it comes to that process because you're, especially before you talk to that person about it, because this way they're unaware and therefore they're not putting up a front. People will put up a front just to make you see what they want you to see just because they like you on the low. But if there's no front being put up, then they can act in their real wait, self. Hold on, wait a minute, backup player. Because <laughs> I feel like... Um, like when we were friends, I felt like I had a, f- I had this image I wanted to. Yeah, you did. This facade, I had this facade, and facade, facade, whatever what facade. The facade. Shut up! <laughs> like you're so annoying. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, I I did like when we were friends. I think it was like once COVID hit, like even before we had a whole conversation about like. Being with each other, that's when like I really started being more of myself. Like, for example, you've never you never um, saw me being silly. Not never. No, never. Well, yeah, never. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you, I've always been the person that was just like I've always given you tough love. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you guys, the things I put Steph through when we were friends. Jeez. Like, I'm always telling him I'm preparing you for your wife. Like, giving him the hardest scenario, the toughest type of, like, advice. the Like, just going hardcore crazy on him. But, like, let's see. Like, well, at the end of the day, he ended up with me. Look at that. Look at that. Funny how that works. Funny. And it's like, I'm not even crazy in our relationship. You're not. It's, it's like, weird because we argued a lot. 
argue was not is that the word if there was like another word bickering maybe i don't even know what that was i don't like, even know it, it, it was something along those lines when we were when we were just friends we just never saw eye to eye and juna always described it as being the child stuck oh, in the like, two parents <laughs> arguing <laughs> like parents divorcing two divorced parents like like we're mommy or daddy like, yeah she was felt that way whenever we like would get into it but it's funny because when we're in a relationship now for the past what eight months there's been very been little yeah, very little. Well, tomorrow, well, after tomorrow, as you guys are listening to this, um, it's our anniversary. So, you guys listening to, to this on the 16th, well, for those who are listening on the same day of, our anniversary is on the 15th. So, it'll be nine months um, on that day that we've been together, and there's been very little to no arguments. Like, especially arguments that we would... Things that we were arguing things about that we're prior to a relationship. a lot about we don't even know what those were. Like, yeah. I think, like, for you, it's just it's like, who, why were you so crazy when we were friends? It was just a roller coaster. A lot of it was just one big roller coaster. But it's crazy. I think, I think, I think it's just the fact that we're a lot closer to each other. And we used to, to some extent, have each other at a certain length from each other. Like, you would put her facade and not see, me, not see your silly side. Um, I know there are things that I was not, you know, always willing to share, especially with things about how I feel about a certain situation. You know that. Um, but now that we're together, it's like... Like, I have to things... pull it out of you. You still don't want to share. I'm better now. No, I have to... Like, no, I'm better now. Babe. Compared to, compared to how I was in the beginning? Are you kidding me? Babe, so you I think I've made no progress? You have. You have, oh. you have made progress. Like, certain things, like, certain situations, you'll be like, oh, I don't want you to shut down. Or I don't want you to pull away, so I'm not going to talk to you about it now. Mm. But then I have to yank it out of you because it's like I hate suspense. I hate waiting. And no, like, we don't argue. That's the one thing I'm grateful for. Because the first thing I like, okay, first thing, well, I I already give one tip. You give a second. Okay, another tip I'm going to give is that. Know who you are before you get into a relationship. Mm. Know who you are. And also, if you are in ministry, know what ministry you are called into. Because those two things, like, it helps a lot. Because it helps you identify who you want in your life. When you know who you are, it's like, okay, this is who I am. This is my standards. These are my boundaries, in a way. These are what I'm willing to take and what I'm not willing to take from you. And when you're in ministry, it helps a lot more because it's like, this is my life. Like first, like, yes, your, your love life is important, but ministry helps align a lot of things God has in store for you. Like for me, I'm very involved in Hallelujah Ministries and you're also super involved in your church. I knew that you were someone that was that was very much like into ministry and I'm like crazy about ministry but hallelujah ministry so for me it worked because we both knew like what our um the expectations were um for like not just for our own lives but also because we're involved in ministry what the world want to see and the people that we're we're doing ministry with are expecting of us right and even if we don't know even if those people don't even know us yeah. like the opposites like personally but the fact that they know us individually in that ministry they have an expectation already and it's nothing it's not as a bad thing expectations i know a lot of people preach about expectations being a bad thing it's not always a bad thing you know 
especially if you if you if you expect the, if you expect good things out of somebody. If you expect good things, communicate that. And also, if you don't know what you're expecting, communicate that. Communicate that. Like another thing that's not talked about in um, young Christian relationship is expectation. Like, okay, mm-hmm. first thing first. Um, I've been in different relationships in different walk of life from what Stefan has been um, in. Like, the, um, he's been in relationships that are not too much, and I've been in relationships that are not too much, but, you know, it's kind of like in between. So, I was able to tell him, this is what I've gone through, and this is what I don't want, and this is what I want from our relationship. Always make sure you communicate what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do, what your standards are and what your standards are not, what what boundaries you, you're setting, like... I know for like young Christian, they always say, "Oh, um, don't go beneath the belt," mm-hmm. and it's like that's not always the case. For some people, it could be you holding their hand that caused them to sin. It could be you kissing their forehead or something of that nature. It's not just always um, beneath the belt that caused young people to fall or just people in general to fall. But like, always make sure that the boundaries that you have, um, you stand firm on it. Like, for example, like, when I come over to Stefan's house, I, he knows that I will not be at his house past 10 o'clock. The latest I'll probably be at his house is probably, like, 9.45. That's if we're watching a movie, if we're doing something. If it's, like, an, it's like, a, like a gathering at the gathering. house. If it's a gathering, like I'll stay till 10, then I'll leave. Right. That's just me. That's what I grew up with. That's just how I was brought up. I'm not going to be at a man's house that late. And, and it's good to, to, to set these things as they come. But, like, it's, well, as far as the how late you want to stay over at someone's house, that's obviously something that, that, that you know, begins to happen after, after, after the relationship is starting. You know, you can't say, oh, as soon as you start dating someone, oh, yeah, I'm not, if I ever come to your house, I'm not staying past 10. Like, that's like, okay, then it's kind of weird for me to bring you over because now, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, let's make sure that she's not here past 10 or let's make sure that we do all that we have to do before 10 o'clock, this and this and that. Now it's, now it's like a rush timing. You know, you want things to be organic and, and make sure that they, they flow well. It doesn't flow perfectly, but it has to like flow well. I feel like conversations that you have that brings up that, you know, the conversations that you have leading to certain topics, yeah. it will come up. Make make what you make what you want known because mm-hmm. it, honestly for especially for us guys, it takes the guesswork out of out of what we what are what the woman that you're trying to date wants. Because if we can take the guesswork out of it, I promise you ladies, it takes a it takes a, a mountain of of guesswork out of the shoulders of the guy. Because then they're not, you know, constantly thinking, okay, does she like when I bring her flowers? Does she like when I open the door for her? Does she not like when I when I forget to, to say good morning? Or does she not like uh, uh, when, when I brag about her to my friends or when I tell my parents about something that we, we went through? Does she like, like, like obviously, you know, things, things that you guys end up having to talk about. Are you talking about. about our business, though? No, I'm giving examples. And no, I can only give you examples <laughs> based off experience. But, um, yeah. But, yeah, so these things, again... Here's another tip. Be communicative of what, about these things organically. Do not force them. Do not start off the relationship. Ladies and fellas, do not start off the relationship saying, okay, here are the rules. No, that's that's the quickest way to A end the relationship. You should not be setting up rules. Like, it kind of like... Just set, just set what you expect 
and what and what you won't you won't sacrifice. Like I will not sacrifice my integrity just for you. I will not sacrifice my my family for you. But I will not sacrifice you know, my morals you know, for you. You, you know, know things like person, that. If you know the person and you truly care about that person, certain things they don't even have to tell you. Certain things you won't have to like be like, okay, this is what it is, but because you know that person and you have communicate numerous time and just from y'all being friends to transition into being in a like very much romantic type of relationship, it'll be fine. Just make sure that, you know, you respect that person and and all that great that great stuff. But anyways you guys, Stefan was the first guy that got me flower. Like all these other guys out here were not trying to get me flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, he even remembered my favorite flower yep. and uh, like certain things he paid attention to without me knowing. It was like so weird. Like he gets along with my family. My family loves him. And I believe your family loves me. They do. It took you a minute to respond, but we're going to Oh my gosh, really? I'm joking. His family actually really do love me. Um, but yeah, like just make yeah, sure they, that. They get upset if they don't see you at church. Yeah, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's to that point. They get upset when they yeah. don't see you at church. Like, yeah, your mom does not. Literally, stop. my mom every single day asks where you are if you're not here. When, when like, I come if home, if I'm not over his place, his mom like is blowing up my phone. Like, where are you? I miss like, you. Where are you? Like, she yeah. calls. She blows up her phone more than I do. Yeah, that's saying something. <laughs> like, bruh. Yeah, like, I I think we're pretty tight within the family thing. And also, just make sure that God is first in your relationship. I think, like, for us, like, certain things, like, I didn't think, like, he would pay attention to, like, he does. Like, for example, my car, silver. Um, When I was getting silver, I was so doubtful. Like, he had so much faith in me getting that car. Like, he did not care what time he was. It was, he was not worrying about um, going to work the next day. He's like, we're going to get you this car, and that's that. Like, Period. It was, it's just, like, a lot of things, like, he's contributed um, into, like, within the time that we've we, we've started dating, even prior to us dating, just what, like, the way he cares about what's important to me is something that I appreciate. The way that, like, he just... The way that he just... See, he's just himself. Like, he's really... A genuine person. He's genuinely nice. He genuinely cares for people. He genuinely wants everybody to win. And I truly appreciate that about you, Mr. Oh, Lewis Alexander III. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The only. But yeah, you guys. So, but yes, yeah, this so... is my boo. My boo thing. No, don't say that. My no, menage. Okay. All right, that's enough. Anyways. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Safe Haven. I like how you have the Me closing. taking over. I like how he took over, but nonetheless, you guys, thank you for listening to Safe Haven. If you like this episode or if you want us to do a part two or if you have any questions for us, let me know. DM me on Safe Haven page, Darlene.SafeHaven. That's the Instagram page. You could also contact me on my personal page, Darlene underscore Anjou. That's my Instagram page. You could contact me on Facebook. Just um, my name, search my name. If you have my number, you could text me. If you have my email, you could email me. People email people? Yeah, I love emailing people. It's so weird. Really? Yeah, I'm weird. I'm weird. 
But yeah, you guys, thank you guys for listening. This is my menage, my boyfriend. Oh my gosh. Boy, just say boyfriend. My boyfriend. <laughs> Whatever. And if you guys want to, want to get in contact with me for anything, including this fire background music that you're listening to right now, um, you can find me at underscore Stefan LA. Um, that's my Instagram and Facebook, I think. Yeah. Or just Facebook Stefan L.A. LA. Um, oh. Yeah. Stefan L. Alexandri. No, it's Stefan L.A. You on sure? Facebook? You sure? Facebook. I don't know. I'm not on Facebook a whole lot. So, just yeah, go on just, my page and find him. Yeah, I'm sure you'll find me. Well, yeah, if you guys have any questions, feel free to, feel free to reach out. Um, yeah, once again, this Wait, is we didn't give team. a shout out to the real OGs, Pastor Wesley and Wool. How are they the real OGs? Because... If it were, if they said you didn't make the cut, you wouldn't have made the cut, fam. Your Are you lucky non-parents would have ended our relationship. My spiritual mother would, would is have very ended our relationship. much a mother. Listen. Your non-biological who don't live with you. She's going to listen to this. And Sorry if you guys sing woo woo, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they that's all we're gonna say have about a it. Big impact on. Oh no, I don't doubt that. I don't know if they would make you end the relationship. There. I don't think they would make me end it. They would just yeah. give me. We said this was, you know what? Stay tuned, you guys. If you guys want us to do another episode, hopefully you have an episode with with either one of them here as well. I will, like I one will of these days. soon. If you guys want to hear that, see, see, <laughs> um, or actually hear who these amazing people and mentors are to her, um, and what they bring to the table as far as uh, uh, advice and mentorship and spiritual leadership, then yeah, comment down below. Let Not us just know. Comment, but also subscribe. Reach out to her. Subscribe. To Share this with the people. Share that with your friend, your mom, your dad, your uncle, your ex boyfriend, your ex girlfriend. Yo, Make sure they know. Mama, your baby mama. Baby mama, you don't like all the all these people <laughs> that she be listening at the end of her episode. Jeez. <laughs> I love the fact that you try to pick up. Yeah, no, you do it all the time. You do it all the time. Like, mm, share mm. with your neighbor, the weird neighbor. You know that weird neighbor. person that you see. In the bus stop. That's True, one of these days, who knows? We might have bumper stickers and flyers for, for, to give out to say, hey, listen to podcasts, listen to Safe Haven. Okay, this is him advertising. Thank yes, you guys it is. For listening, we greatly appreciate you guys for listening. You guys have a great day and just give positive vibes, just great vibes and tell somebody Jesus loved them. It'll mm-hmm. make them happy. Yeah. But yeah, you guys, see you guys next time. And this was Safe Haven. Wow. Say it with me, say it with me. And, and this was Safe Haven. Haven. <laughs>